Okay, they hear us. So can you say your name? My name is Terry Hollingsworth. Okay, okay. And Terry, what, what do you do? What do I do right now? Yeah. Right now, my <laughs> job is running for office. I'm running for Pulaski County Circuit Clerk. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why did you choose to do that? I chose to do that because I think just like you, there was a need. Uh, <laughs> I chose to do it because I've always wanted to be a part of either making policy or be a part of, uh, you know, helping to be, make this state, not only this county, to be better. And so I ran for office in, ran for state rep in 2010, lost that bid to John Walker, who's the current uh, state rep in that particular district. And so, you know, took a time back and uh, I knew I would get back into it somehow. And this position was available, especially since um, the current county clerk was retiring. Okay. I know my mother first said something about it and then I was... It's like, uh, because of my, because you know how life happens, yeah. you know, so you, so I got downsized and then I was like, uh, you know, my confidence was kind of like, uh, you know what, <laughs> I can't do that because I don't have any money to do that, you know? Got you, got you. So then I was approached, uh, I think it was maybe November, my mother said something, and then by January of this year, some other folks approached me. Okay. And then by that time, I was like, yes, why not? So, well, you keep on hearing it from everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, so um, I just, I always think it's a, a good thing to at least be hope to other people. And hopefully along the way, I can bring somebody up. I can okay. be an inspiration. I can show other folks, yes, we all can do it, you know, and be a part of helping to solve things that may need to be fixed here. When I win, I will be the first uh, African-American person to win this position. So, uh, we're talking about mm. Arkansas. I, I can't remember <laughs> when, we, when this county was founded, but I, I'll know next time. But, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a long time, yes. So, um, what do a county clerk do? So, the county clerk uh, is the keeper of the records for the county. So, to, you know, just the shortest answer. Long answer is that's where you file for uh, your marriage license. Uh, that's where attorneys and judges file for a circuit court. Okay. Uh, that's also where you go and get your voter registration. And it, uh, where your real estate transactions have taken place. So when you buy and sell property, that's taking place down there. Or if there's a foreclosure on your property and you want to buy that particular property or something, you know, you go down to the courthouse and that's where that those particular things happen there. And then um, when the county board meets, which is uh, kind of like the city board for the city of Little Rock, the circuit clerk is a person, or the county clerk, because it's, it's a dual role, mm. uh, is the one who's there, of course, reading the resolutions, you know, when the, basically the kind of the keeper of the minutes, like I said, the record, gotcha. Gotcha. The record keeper for the county. Uh, Arkansas is one of the few, I mean, Pulaski County is one of the few counties where the county clerk and the circuit clerk is combined. Mm. So you, you're you not running for one office, you got two. Yeah, <laughs> two. It's, it's, yeah a du- two. it's a dual office. Okay. How was it, like, you know, I've talked to some other uh, people as politicians or wannabe. How did you know you wanted to run? Oh, you mean in terms of any position or, yeah, or this one in The first time, like the first time. Uh, again, uh, when I wanted, when I ran for state rep, I wanted to be a part of setting policy 
and helping to make my area a better place. I lived on Summit Street, so my district dealt with, of course, south of 630 and a little bit north of 630, University Park area, 12th okay. Street, you know, that oh, kind yeah. of thing. I forget all the boundaries. <laughs> But, you know, it was just, you could see living in that area, how some of the deterioration was going on. And just overall, the policies that were going on for the state, I just want to be a part of, even if, you know, even if you can't exactly make it the way it needs to be fair to all people, at least you're in there trying, you know. Yeah, so that, that's why I've always been, I guess my family's always been like that. My father was a civil rights attorney. All right, see, I didn't know that. Yes, and in the 80s, uh, Bill Clinton appointed him to fill out a term on the Arkansas Supreme Court. So my father was always doing something that um, to better his community. He was on the Little Rock City Board. So I guess I got that, that bug from watching that and growing up in that kind of, in that kind of family. And uh, I mean, because even when I turned 18, it wasn't, oh, you're 18, you know, go forth out in the world. And of course, I was going to college. I knew that. But it was basically like, uh, now you can vote and <laughs> let's go get your voter registration card, you know, that kind of thing. That's, so, that's what you got in 18. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what type of, uh, I know that you have had like a wealth of experience. What type of jobs have you had? <laughs> <laughs> So um, I've worked for the city of Little Rock in the planning department when I first started. Uh, I got my undergraduate degree in city planning. Um, I worked for the Secretary of State, which was Sharon Priest, which is another reason why I have the qualifications for this Mm -hmm. position. The county clerk is kind of like the Secretary of State, which was just in the the county. And um, I was the director of the State Board of Election Commissioners. I went back to the city of Little Rock. I was the Economic Development Administrator. So I had various positions that prepared me to be where I am right now. So it sounds sound like you've been fighting a good fight for a long time. <laughs> well, you know, I've tried to do what little part I can, you know. So, I, you know, even if it can only affect just a little bit of change, at least I've done something, you know. And, and I've always been that kind of person where... If I'm the only one, only black person in the room, and there's something that needs to be addressed, I will be the one that brings up that particular need, or at least you hear it. Now, whether the whole, you know, we live out of there, if you've done something about it, maybe not, but at least you know that something (laughs) needs to be done, you know, that kind of thing. So, and just to be fair to all people, too. Yes, because I always, always was told that, you know, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we definitely need, need uh, you know, equal representation mm-hmm. for everybody. Um, so you talked about your why, and this is what it's, something I like to ask everybody. Um, tell me a resilient story, a time that you was about to quit or, and you're so glad that you pulled through and how you pulled through. Yeah, you could make me cry. <laughs> Um, that story is now because I lost my job um, and um, and then I was like okay what am I going to do so I mean I applied everywhere I talked to people like oh you got connections and all this kind of good stuff yes I do have connections I know people who own businesses and so I've called folks I went to visit with people and there was nothing. So that was like, okay, maybe there's something going on. There's a higher higher thing. So I ended up um, actually applying at Home Depot. 
had to dummy down my resume because, <laughs> you know, when I first submitted it, of course, it wouldn't take it. So yeah. I, had, I had to really dummy it down and end up working at Home Depot and then being part-time at a cigar lounge mm. from like June of 2017 to maybe about March 1st of this year. I'm still part-time at the cigar lounge, but through that time, I mean, working at uh, Home Depot, especially uh, working on your feet, yes. you know, my jobs <laughs> have always been maybe sitting at a desk or going out and talking to the public or something like that and not necessarily you know, on concrete for eight to 10 hours a day. So that to me is the story of resilience of, um, you know, I wanted to quit. I wanted to go, okay, <laughs> you know, why not just be on, uh, you know, assistance or something like that. And I was like, no, I can't even do that to myself. I just, I just did not have that in me just to give up. So mm. not only did I not give up, I was like, okay, I'm running for office. <laughs> so it's top of doing like 40 hours. <laughs> right. Because it, it was just like I said before, you know, when my mother mentioned it and I was working at the Home Depot and I was like, you know, at that point my confidence had been kind of snipped mm. and I was just going, mm -mm, it's not going to work. But so I've just um, uh, definitely had a faith in God and, and certainly that grew and just watched, you know, just had to believe and keep believing and still still doing the same thing and thanking him every day for that, you know. It definitely makes you humble. No, oh my God, <laughs> yes. It, it definitely mm -hmm. makes you humble. Um, have you ever started a business? I've not started a for-profit, well, a business. I, a I have an LLC that uh, I was basically, when I was working with uh, MISO, I was a contract. Worker. So that was kind of my own business that way. But I have not done anything where it was a retail kind of a business okay. or something like retail that. Retail service all the time. <laughs> well, so I guess yes, but it really wasn't, it, you know, it really wasn't out there where a lot of people knew about it. And so, you, you said that um, your degree was in city planning? Yeah, my undergraduate degree is in city urban planning, basically. And then I have an MBA. What is that? Um, so it's just, it's, okay, I don't know the exact definition of mm -hmm. it but basically when you you have to plan where your streets are going to go to make sure that there's you know it deals with all the zoning liquor store can't be next to a church mm -hmm. so basically you you are planning out the city in terms of growth and that kind of thing okay yeah so the uh, the city of Rock has planners okay. it's, uh it's called the it used to be called neighborhoods and planning so look at the neighborhoods, you look at the, what's happening there and try to, you know, either help them build on their growth or, you know, that kind of thing. So it's also where if you were trying to um, rezone a piece of property from residential to commercial, that you would go, you go to the planner. So they, they're the ones that laid out, lay out the, the battlefield, the playing field, mm -hmm. and then everybody else mm -hmm. kind of have opportunities to grow or not grow. As a young planner, um, certainly before West Little Rock looks like it looks now, because uh, there were some back roads. I had I was one of the ones out there going on the ground, making sure, looking at different pieces of property and drawing maps and then mm. taking them back so they could digitize them and make sure that uh, we had maps for our West before they even started. You know what is now Chanel. Okay. So you know, of course, well, I'm 54, so it's more. You don't look it. <laughs> you don't look it. You age well. They age well. Thank you. Um, let's see. 
tell us, I always want to get more people involved in doing community and just knowing about policy. For somebody that have, don't have a clue, where can they start? And where would you suggest they can start? Well, I think they have to look at, certainly in this day, use your technology, Google things, and also go, go to things like Arkansas Advocates and, um, you know, and, and maybe even go to the Arkansas legislative website where you can look and see what, you know, what bills have been passed and that kind of thing. And, and even though you might not be, uh, you know, you, got, you don't have to be an attorney to read those bills, but, you know, you can see the gist of where they're trying to go with that kind of thing. And you can see that there's some policies, they may not be good for our school district mm-hmm. or, you know, or, or for our health care plan or something like that. So I would start there. I would also look at, um, uh, maybe even get involved with the Democrat Party or the Arkansas Poor People's Campaign uh, under Nico Whitfield. I mean, okay. just, so that way you can at least learn, you know, some, about some things and, and see if that's, you know, the way that you want to go. But definitely uh, go to, you know, Arkansas Policy um, Institute and that kind of thing and look and see what uh, policies and things like that are, are happening. I would do that. I would. Right now, we're in the throes of midterm elections. I would see if there's a campaign that they might be interested in volunteering on and looking at those issues. I mean, certainly right now, Clark Tucker is uh, trying to uh, unseat uh, French Hill. Okay. French Hill sides a lot with Donald Trump. Of course, he is a Republican, but we certainly need uh, French Hill to be unseated. We need Clark to win. I mean, uh, you know, it'd be nice if we if we could finally get a black person to uh, Congress or Senate, but at this point, let's go with what we have that's <laughs> on the table, you know? And, uh, and Clark's a, he's a good guy, and we just have to, and what we also have to do is hold our Congress folks' feet to the fire. Okay. Even our state reps and our, and our state senators, call them, email them, write them, whatever, when it comes to, um, you know, if they're putting, uh, putting a bill that that goes contrary to what the community needs. So, so okay. On the on that note of holding people to fire, what would, if you got it, or when you get elected, what would you want people to hold you to? So I would want folks to hold me. You know, I've already I feel the weight <laughs> <laughs> of the pressure of of uh, me being in that particular office, especially being the the first black person that's going to be in it. I, I kind of feel like it's going to be like Obama, you know, how he watches every 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 <laughs> step, you know. But um, I would hope that people hold my feet to the fire as it relates to uh, making some automation for uh, when uh, folks who who are felons can get their rights back to mm-hmm. vote. Right now, if something happened in Sebastian County and they now live in Pulaski County. They got to get go all the way to Sebastian County to get the records and the information and bring it back to Sebastian. I mean Pulaski County in order to um, you know get the paperwork completed. This is once they've you know done all their restitution and completed everything that they need to complete. But they, they so they have to do that travel. And a lot of times they don't have the funds and the means you know to go and do that. And so that's something I hope that. Uh, I don't know how long it would actually take to get that done, but that's certainly something I want to get done within 
within the first year in terms of some automation as it relates to you can be able to get your records from Sebastian County and you know they'd be here in Pulaski County so that you can get your right to vote. Those folks we need to vote. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's one thing. Um, I think the office really has been doing a good job in terms of other automation, uh, especially since uh, Pat uh, O'Brien was in office, starting that particular process of, you know, uh, making, oh, I was about to say microfish, that is not the right <laughs> word, but you know, when you, um, you're putting all those records on, on uh, digital now. Yeah, like PDF. So it could be digitizing, they yeah. may call that digitizing, but um, you know, taking all those old records, paper records, and, mm-hmm. and putting it on, you know, make it automation. We still have a lot of records that need to be uh, done that way. So um, I, I think that I certainly I will continue that and make sure that we get those kinds of things done. Okay, and I'm big on like um, entrepreneurship. How can the uh, how can your office help promote more entrepreneurship? That's a good question. I would really have to, once I get in there, look into that. Because again, the the Pulaski County Clerk is the keeper of the records. So as a a business, if you had a real estate business, you would be down there quite a bit, you know, uh, filing, you know, different closings and that kind of thing with real estate transactions. But I'm not real sure how I can really help other entrepreneurs. I certainly would love to look at it and, and do what I can to help uh, entrepreneurs. Okay. So, and, and it could be something that has to do with um, maybe whatever records they have to, you know, um, look into or do any kind of research if they have to do a research for their particular business. And that's one of the reasons why you want to make sure that you have automation down there. Because I know so, a lot of people are scared of forms. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. They're scared to ask and they don't know what to ask. Right. Right. So... And that's a, a lot of people don't know what to ask about, uh, where to go vote, and how to vote. And that's another thing I hope that folks uh, hold my feet to the fire to as well, is making sure that there's at least a process online you can see. And then I would like to have uh, maybe uh, town hall meetings or come to their church or something like that to talk about the process of voting, what it is, what it looks like. Because we have so many folks, even folks my age who've probably never voted, mm-hmm. one, they don't know how to vote, number two, they don't have a connection to people who, you know, may be running for office. Do they, is there a place where you can see where the polling stations is going to be? You can do, you can look that up online, yes. Okay. Classic County Election Commission. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I heard that they were supposed to be closing some, some of the, the places and, and doing stuff like that. The list that I have from the May primary, so I've heard that too, but I haven't seen any, anything okay. new in terms of the closings yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what a question I want to ask. Uh, now, how does how many how many folks do you have that are in your readership or viewership? Or? Oh, I'm just getting started. Okay, you just getting started. <laughs> just getting started. Okay. And like the purpose of Arkansas Voices is, um, I saw that the nonprofits are so busy doing their thing, nobody they're not talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to develop a, a media source where they can I can highlight them, and highlight people doing positive in the community, and then also talk about policy. And then also since I teach leadership, I want to have an empowerment piece in there. So that's the purpose of it. 
what I'm, but I'm, I'm shooting for uh, 20,000 issues for the newspaper, and then I have a podcast and the websites. Have you talked to Tamika Edwards yet? No, not that person. Yeah. She's with Arkansas Advocates for Families Legal. I have to text you her number. Please do. Her number. But she used to be with um, Southern Bank Corp. Who we dealt with. She's just, a, she's an attorney. You know, my background. Policy is insane. Very smart woman. If you have anybody else that I, sh- I should interview or should know, please reach out and let me know. Sure, sure. Because my thing is, like, I just want, I feel like a lot of times we get in the bubbles. Everything is, we're so, we're so class, a cast like. And now I'm just trying to get spread it out. So, hey, maybe if you knew about it, you wouldn't be so depressed or you would, you know, can be involved and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, um, when I was, like, doing the, uh, research for this paper and stuff. Um, I'm going for. I want to tell all the diverse uh, voices, but also want to highlight and uplift a lot of uh, minority voices. So when I when I did the research, it was like 419,000 African Americans in the state of Arkansas, and I was sitting here just thinking, like, if the average African American made only 25 grand a year, that's 10 billion a year. Mm-hmm. We should be able to solve most of the problems that we want. I mean, we only have to give a dollar. <laughs> like, really, we can we can change a lot of things. We can. We just have to put our mind to it and want to be part of the change. I think that some people are so, um, they're not connected. And then there's so much coming at you media-wise. Yeah. You don't know what to believe and what not to believe. And then you might shut some of that off, too, because you're going, that doesn't affect me. But I think people have to be shown the way of how it does affect their everyday life, whether it's the taxes on the food that they buy, or if they have a, um, you know, one of those governmental cards, an EBT card, you know, it might affect whether you get that or not, you know. Uh, you know, so it's just everyday stuff that they need to be shown the connection so that I think that they would be more apt to be involved to help make that change. Yeah, and I think that we have a better community if we do so. Because right now we have a lot of people that are stagnant. They may be on our resources for generations. So they, that's all they know. They don't ever go out that bubble. Um, like I had, I had a friend that really shocked me when he said that he'd never been north of the rock. Yeah, he lived off 12th Street. He'd never been north of the rock. He was telling me he would go to Granny Mountain, and I thought I was far. I thought it was like in the south. <laughs> then when I saw what Granny, Granny Mountain was by the airport, I was like, what? <laughs> There's too many people out here that's, that's getting their own little bubble and, and get stagnant. I can see how they do that. Like, they heard bad things. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I heard bad things about you. <laughs> yeah, I can remember my grandmother used to live in Granite Mountain. And I can remember how low the planes used to um, fly. Hmm. You know, we'd be standing in the driveway, it just seemed like we could almost touch them. But then they had people who made that change and made them do them higher, you know, because <laughs> of the landing. Sorry. Hello. Hello. What's up? What's up?
Terry, if somebody want to get in contact with you, how would they do that? So they can certainly uh, go to my website, uh, lecterry.org, and sign up. Uh, there's a place where you can sign up to either volunteer or at least be on our mailing list, and we'll get back to you real quick. They can go to my Facebook page, which is Elect Terry Hollingsworth for Pulaski County Circuit Clerk. And also, they can email me at electterryhollingsworth at gmail.com. And what, what is your, what do you need most right now? What I need most right now, just volunteers, people, boots on the ground, because it's going to get where, you know, I need folks to uh, attend events with me or um, uh, definitely when it comes down to early voting, need folks at the polling sites. Uh, we have a texting program where folks can text uh, potential voters, and so would love to have them helping with that, especially folks who can text uh, <laughs> fairly quickly. Uh, yeah, and they don't see the num they don't see your personal number. It's a program that we have, but you're using your phone to actually text folks. So. Uh, it goes pretty fast. Uh, we have these texting parties. So, you know, those kind of things uh, certainly need people to help with that. And um, I definitely need, need funds. Anybody that's interested in donating, certainly go to my website or go to my Facebook page and uh, we can and do that as well. No amount is too small. And that helps me with signs. It helps me uh, get the uh, vote out. I mean, the. Uh, um, my name out that helps us with mailings too you know in terms of getting people to go to the polls because you still in this day and time as much as we can use technology we use it but you also have to get those folks who are you know older or are not on social media yes yeah. you gotta walk in and knock on doors definitely yeah I need folks for that too walking <laughs> and knocking on doors yes definitely thank you Terry thank you <laughs>